Hello, passionate people. You are listening to Passion Harvest. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I'm so passionate to share these episodes with you. I'm Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. Every week we share new episodes talking with people across the planet who have an inspiring, entertaining and passionate story to share, taking you on a journey to discover your passion. Hello and welcome to Passion Harvest. This is going to be an awesomely passionate, abundant episode. Today, I am so excited to have on the show the abundance activator, Jason Snadden. Jason's personal growth journey started in 2005 when he learned that our focus creates our reality and the power of intention, especially when it is created from a state of presence. He became really aware of how much he had been focusing on what he did not want and how that was limiting results. So he got clear on what he truly wanted from his own truth. It was then that he also learned about intuition and harnessing the spiritual laws of attraction through presence and power of mindset and focus. Taking what Jason had learned, he created financial freedom by the age of 45. He then began exploring his greater purpose and his own truth at a deeper level. What has unfolded is a uniquely powerful ability to coach, channel sound, and to activate the abundance that is inherently within all of us. Jason, welcome to Passion Harvest. Thanks, Louisa. It's a delight to be here. Oh, I'm so happy to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, gosh, I really need some abundance tips. <laughs> I, I guess if you don't mind starting by defining what is abundance. Well, look, abundance, we're all inherently abundant. We all have the ability to create abundance in all areas of our lives, whether that's financial, whether that's uh, doing something that we love, our career or our business. It's, it's by health and vitality. It's better relationships. It's all of it. It's all of it. It's, it's living a purposeful life, um, a joy-filled life. And we all have that inherent ability. But what happens for most of us is we focus on the things that we do not want. We're focusing on what we do not want based on our, our, uh, our limiting beliefs, our limiting paradigms that have pretty, pretty much been locked in from, from childhood. And these, these behaviours play out. And our, our focus becomes on all the things that aren't working. So when our focus is on all the things that aren't working, more of what doesn't work keeps showing up and keeps showing up. And <clears throat> when we learn to create space to tap into what we want, to create space for focusing on what we do want, uh, do want we, we, it starts unfolding. And the added power to that is when we're tapping into our intuitive self, so intuition and creating from that place because our intuition, our higher self, is actually unlimited and it's, it, it's, it's most expensive. And that's, that's essentially when we can harness that energy and that that way of operating it becomes very very powerful i love that so basically whatever we focus on whatever we are thinking about for the majority of the time i guess the the old, the old saying of what you focus on energy flows to yes or what you think about you bring about you know whether and, it's something you don't want even if you say i don't want this but you keep thinking about it it's still 
seems to occur in your life. Yes, exactly. Well, when you're when you're when you're saying what you don't want, you're actually putting that frequency out that, that you that, and it's keeping it in the field. Whereas if you change your languaging around, I, I actually choose. I choose this, or I am this. I choose this. I choose to have an abundant life. I choose money flow. Money flows in easily and frequently. Making clear statements, but the the the, the um, Energy can't decipher when you're saying I don't want or I am not wanting or I, or I do not want. Um, so that when we actually language it, I am or I choose, we're becoming very definitive. So saying to the universe, I don't want this thing, it doesn't understand that while you're no. focusing on that. No, no. no. And also when you're saying it, you're actually also thinking about your, the, the thing that you do not want and then you're bringing it in. It, you're actually attracting it in. So, yeah. So this, this so you know, what happened for me was, um, it's, you know, from how I learned about this was I was um, in real estate. I'd just not long been in real estate and I was one of the worst performers and, uh, and I did not like that. And um, I was given a book called The Magician's Way by William Whitecloud. And there's a fantastic uh, analogy in the first chapter of this book where this guy's having a magic golf lesson. And what he's taught is that most people are, uh, so focused on how they're standing and how they're holding the club, but they're actually forgetting where they want the, the ball to go to. Mm. And what happens is when you actually 100% focus on where you want that ball to go to, uh, the natural ability, a natural ability kicks in. It was a perfect analogy and it really got me hooked into this book. And in this book also it talked about um, manifesting car parks now, I had already done that. I'd already uh, understood how to manifest car parts. I, or, and, it, it was, and I thought about how do I do this? And, I, and it was because I actually in, in, inherently always expect to get a, a convenient car park. And I always completely believe it. Believe it. And I do. Sure enough, I do. But, but what happens is because I have that belief and I'm in that frequency of believing it, my, my senses are open to it. So I'm seeing all the opportunities. You know, I'm seeing as someone's getting in their car, I see a reverse light going on. And so I know exactly my natural ability is taking me to where I need to park. So, and so it made sense to me. But I thought there's got to be more to this than just focusing on what I want. And then so I started studying the teachings of this and i learned that we were in here um, intuitive beings i i learned that we're we when we harness our intuition we're incredibly powerful and that we can make decisions from our intuition but we will also can create from our intuition and and what i also learned was that we've got these limiting beliefs on, that were, that are playing out and that most of them are locked in by the time we're seven years of age mm. and I learned in that work environment, that, that sales environment that I was working in, that I was playing insignificant. It was one of my uh, biggest wounds. I was playing insignificant, meaning that I was playing really small in this very blokey work environment that was very salesy and blokey and rara. And I was playing completely small. I was making myself less than the guys that I was working with. And when I could see this and I was think oh my gosh, this is how I'm showing up here. And I also realized I was showing up inauthentically to who I was. You know, I, I was showing up not to, both to, I was, I'm a gay man. I wasn't showing, I was showing up as a pretend straight guy. Right. But I was also showing up that, that way in my, with my clients. And when I realized actually I'm me and, and then they're going to buy off me. They're going to, you know, work with me. And so I need to show up as me 100%. And so that was a huge wake up. 
And so, and, um, you know, I even, you know, I came back from this coursework, I even changed what I was wearing. I stayed with very white shirts and dark suits and ties and lost the ties, started wearing colour. And, and I was showing up myself. And, and I learned that, and, I, and, and through the, what I learned was I, 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 about creating what I wanted. And I got very, very clear on what I wanted to create in my life. I got very, very clear on what my land of abundance looked like. You know, I, I, I could see that I wanted to be the top sales consultant for the company that I was working with. But more than that, I could see that I actually wanted to have my own business in this field. I wanted to have my own real estate business. And I could see that I wanted a penthouse apartment um, with views. I wanted to live there with a beautiful partner. I was single at the time. I wanted to have a loving and, com and committed relationship. Um, and then I wanted a Mercedes convertible and I want a portfolio of properties. So I got very clear on those material things. And that was my starting point because for me, that was what it was all about. That was what was, was important to me at that time. And um, within nine months, I was the top, I became a top consultant for that company nationwide. Wow. But that coincided with me having the opportunity to set up what became my real, my own business, Love Property, under the umbrella of a financial planning organisation. That was an opportunity that landed right in front of me. So I went off and set that business up, um, and that, and then, uh, and, and and so that started my land of abundance started unfolding. And what I also learned was that in 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 when we're in a sales environment, if we're selling something. And everyone, if everyone's got a business, you've got a product and you've got a service, you must be 100% aligned to your product. You must 100% believe in your product. You must 100% believe in what you're charging for your product or your service. And you must believe 100% in yourself. And so my playground in business was being creating that complete alignment. And that's how I ran my business how I ran my real estate business and it became very very successful and that's also how I started how I became the top consultant fast forward um so this was 2005 I started all this fast forward to 2010 I'm in my renovated apartment it just uh, living there with my he's now my husband um had a portfolio of, <laughs> thank you had a portfolio of properties um, I had a BMW convertible then. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had a Mercedes in between. And I was like, oh, my goodness, all of this has unfolded. I didn't, I didn't realise. I just had this moment. I'm sitting in this apartment. It had just been renovated. And I'm looking, I was looking at it and I'm, going, and I'm going, this is all unfolded. This stuff actually works. And, um, and, but I flatlined after that. And so I continued to run and build my real estate business successfully and run, using the philosophies that I taught, had, had been taught. But I didn't have, I didn't have the next piece. Mm. I didn't have the next piece. And, um, and then 20, fast forward again, 2014. <clears throat> and uh, we got married in New Zealand and, and because we could at that time. And it was a beautiful start to the year. But not long after that, my, my mother got um, diagnosed with terminal cancer and um, fortunately I was able to take leave you know take leave from my business and I went and looked after her but you know that was a big wake-up call she was only 67 and I was like Young. you're leaving and life is precious what am I doing you know what am I doing what's going what's what am I doing and I, I made her a promise I said I'm going to create some sort of legacy I don't know what it is I'm going to do something more than what I'm doing now and 
when I came back from looking after her because she was in New Zealand, um, I'd go and see. So I so I, I used what I knew around creating manifesting things, right? Uh, tangible things. But I'd go and see, occasionally I'd go and see this uh, beautiful lady. My, my, actually, I call her my spiritual grandmother. And I thought, I'll go and have a healing session with Rosemary. And um, just, you know, it's been a massive time. And so I went and she said, oh, Jason, I'm so glad that you've come to see me. I want, I've got some channeled information for you. Are you okay if, I, if we let this information come forth? And I said, yeah, absolutely, yeah, bring it on. And so she, she, she drops out and drops down and this big, deep voice comes out through her. Hello, my name is Master Corton. I'm here to tell you that you are here to help people with abundance. Now, you are already doing that, whether you know it or not. And then he rattled off some examples wow. of what I'd, what I'd done. And, and even on my business card, the back of my business card, it said leading all to abundance with love and integrity. So, you know, there was something already at play. And he, and he said, um, now, if you commit to us, meaning spirit, source, the universe, uh, we will support you all along the way. And he said, now, do not commit to us now because it is coming up to your festive season. But when you do, we will support you all along the way. So New Year's Eve, I'm on my balcony. I'd had a few champagnes and I'm going, okay, I commit. I commit. I don't know what I'm committing to, but I commit to this. Right. And things, sure enough, things just continually showed up. Um, I, I had the opportunity to, to join a mastermind group, a coached mastermind group with people people who were, you know, evolving and wanting to bring forth their light. And, and, um, and from that, I got very, very clear that I was, I was, I was to, to share what I knew about law of attraction. I was to share what I knew about creating and manifesting. And so I started, I was very involved in networking in Sydney. And, and so I thought, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll start having abundance breakfast. I'll share what I know over breakfast with my friends and I'll share with them what I know about abundance and about creating. And so that's sort of how it started. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then I um, started working with people one-on-one as well from there. And that year I also um, uh, was, we were part of that mastermind group. We went on a retreat to Bali and we got there and it was announced that we were going into five days of silence uh, with a journal and we'd have breakout sessions the week before that, I'd had Garrett and I had a had a party at our apartment, and I'd had a hu- huge party and a, a bender of a night. It was a very very busy night, and I had a terrible hangover that that week. I felt dreadful all week, and so all of that came up in the retreat because I, and I and I realised that I I had been a binge drinker my whole adult life. And that it was no longer working for me. It was no longer serving, no longer useful for me. And so I wrote all about it and I got clear on what, why I was and what had been involved in all of that and why. And, and I don't need to share all of that because it's probably not relevant. But what it did for me was I gave up alcohol completely for two years. I didn't have a drop, didn't even sniff alcohol, couldn't stand the thought of it. So, and what that did was that opened up my connection to source my it it, uh, sharpened my intuition incredibly first Mm. um and but then what started happening was i became much more sensitive i'm much more sensitive to energy and what what was actually going on around me and um from there and, and i'd still go and see rosemary regularly and she said to me oh you know there's an ascended master with you um his name is master katumi 
And um, if you want to, you can call him in when you're working with clients. And so I thought, okay, sure, I'll, I'll do that. And um, one of my clients that I was working with, um, Julia, she's a, she's a energy healer and earth worker and, and does sound and light healing. And I was helping her um, really ground her business, monetize it to make it, you know, make it turn it into something that she could actually earn a living on. So helping her with that. And, but what that did was that, um, that opened up that because we were able to call in all these angelics and the master Jesus and master Katumi and all the angels and guides that opened up a different energy that was happening in that, in that, um, in that, in those sessions. And anyway, one day I was actually had a session with Julia and I'm in the middle of, my office was in Surrey Hills in Sydney. And I thought, oh, I can't have the session with Julia in my busy real estate office. I'll need to go and get in my car. And so I drove around the corner into the middle of Surrey Hills and had the session with Julia. And anyway, in the session, I was like, I felt this energy. It was like intuition, but it was like this uh, voice wanting to come through me. And and uh, I said, Julia, are you okay? I think there's a there's some some um, something that wants to come through for you in the session. Are you okay if we just play with it and see what happens? And um, she said, absolutely. And that was my first experience of channeling. I uh, started channeling this voice out of me, through me, out of me. Um, and it turned out it was Master Katumi, um, who had a specific message for Julia at the time. And it was my first experience of channeling. <clears throat> and then not long after that, I was going off to Africa with this mastermind group. Um, and um, I told one of the facilitators, who's my friend, colleague, and she and I told her about this channeling, and she's and she's. Are we the first thing that happened in in Africa, and we're in the there's 15 people at this thing, and she said, "Oh, now, now Jason's going to channel Master Kutumi." <laughs> Put you on the spot. Put me on the spot, <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, okay," and just became really present. And then, sure enough, our Master Kutumi came through, and and and. From that point onwards, he was there. The, the the energy, the sound was coming through in support of all the people in the in the room, and it was very very powerful for them and very healing and very activating for them. So that was the first time that all sort of unfolded, and um, and then not long after that, well, straight after that, Africa trip, I was going off to Toronto and Canada to Bob Proctor, who's the um, who's the granddaddy of the law of attraction, yes. if you like. And um, I was going off to him to really hone my law of attraction skills and, yeah. you know, coaching. really coaching and get, you know, see what he's doing on the world stage and experience that energy. And it was really, really powerful. But I'd had this whole channeling thing that I was really sitting with. And, you know, this conference is about 200 people. And I'm like, and then I was being niggled every day. Are you going to bring through me through? Are you going to bring me through? And I'm like, no, I'm not. I was, cause I was really, you know, panicky about or nervous about what people would think of that in this yeah. more of a mainstream environment. Anyway, got to the last day of this thing. This was a week-long conference. And we had the opportunity to go around every table and pitch what we were doing. And I was, obvious, I was pitching the fact that I was going to be a coach, an abundance coach. And I, and I called myself the, the abundance advocate at that time. And so I went around and I, and I thought, I've got to tell them about this channeling. And so I, so I, decided, so I went around and I said, oh, look, I, 
what's happened, you know, for me as I channel this ascended master, Master Katumi comes through me. And I, I was so accepted. I was so accepted. People were so curious and they were all coming up after me. Oh, can you tell me more about this? And, and I said, sure, I can bring, I'll see if you'll come through, the energy will come through for you. And sure enough, Master Kundalini was coming through for the people that I connected with. And so that started making me feel really comfortable about being more open about the channeling. And they were having really powerful experiences as well. So that was what happened. And then I came back and, and then still coaching on the side, running my real estate business in Rara. And, um, and uh, then um, and running events and, and doing more and more of that. And then uh, about just over a year ago, um, about 18 months ago, we were running a, uh, a retreat uh, for our clients. And one of the attendees, she's a healer um, and a very powerful healer. And we brought her in, in to, to be of service to our attendees because we thought, oh, it'd be great. They can experience um, being having a healing session and and um she said well I'm at, jason i'm actually getting that i meant to perform a healing on you mm. and so so she i said well if you're going to perform a healing on me it needs to be in the middle of the room and um and so and so she did and what happened was i had this huge it was like huge release running through my whole body i was crying it was, it was incredibly intense and it was, but what it was, it was also very, very powerful for our attendees um, because they got to ex ex see what, how multidimensional we are and how, how healings can happen and how, what actually can happen just through energy shifting and changing. And, um, but for me, it was like this massive release that was going through my whole being. And anyway, the next day I'd already booked to go and see Rosemary for a healing session because I thought this is going to be a big, Your go -to. you know, my go-to. <laughs> and um, took my spiritual grandmother for, to, you know, to heal me. And um, she said, oh, the galactic beings of light want to come through for you um, and are you, to, 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 to activate you in some way. I've just had this message. And she said, are you okay with that? And I said, absolutely. And so she, she did another healing on me. And... It was another massive experience of energy shifting. I was crying and ch changing and energy running through me. And anyway, the next, the very next day, I'm in meditation because I meditate every day, and um, and all of a sudden, this light language starts coming through me. The sound, the set, what's the sound, which turns out, which is light language that came through me, and so that was my next experience of channeling, and so. Uh, so yeah, so and then and I because I'd experienced the channeling the, the voice that threw me, I was ready to go. I didn't hold any of that back. And um, so yeah, there's been significant activations in me, um, but all for the all for the highest good, for the highest good of my clients and those that I work with, um, and what they experience is their ability to tap in at a much quicker quicker pace into what they truly want. So, so I use that to really help my clients tap into uh, how powerful they are, how abundant they are, and help them really get clear on what, what it is that they'd love to be creating in their, in their lives and their experiences. So, yeah, that was a bit of a long What a journey. Story. No, it's amazing. And I've got a lot of questions. <laughs> I just want to backtrack. Uh, <clears throat> when you realised 
And, you know, we're all so incredibly unique and have so much to offer when you're in the real estate um, company and probably the lowest seller there. When you realized and came into your power and changed your outfit and ended up being the top performer, when, when you imagine, so in regards to abundance, did you, and you imagined your penthouse and everything, I guess in regards to abundance, it's not the who or what or how it's going to get done. You imagine that final outcome? Yeah. So I, I really got clear on my, on my vision, on what I was wishing to bring forth and, 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 and from the big picture, I didn't know how it was going to unfold. Mm. I just, this is a, this is actually a really important lesson. Mm. So whatever you're wishing to create, whatever you're wishing to bring forth, the, the thing is to connect into it, really get yourself, okay, okay, really, I'm drawing forth this beautiful home, this beautiful apartment. I don't know where it's going to be. I just know that it's, it's beautiful and I can see the light and the sun and it's, it's high up or whatever it is. And then, but you just know, when you know inherently that it's coming forth, you're, that you're unwavering that it's coming forth, it will come forth. What happens though is most people go into the doubt or they get attached to it coming forth in a certain time frame or in a certain paradigm in a certain way. Mm. But when you're actually unwavering and you're knowing that it's coming forth and trusting that it's coming forth better than possibly what that you've imagined and in the divine timing, just know that it's happening, it will come forth. And then you and then what happens is you go, the more you keep connecting into that vision, okay, what am I what steps am I to take to move me forward? What steps am I to take? And if you connect into your heart, you know, I've got, I'm choosing to bring forth my beautiful apartment. Are there any inspired actions for me to take at this time? Are there any, and it might be, and you, how many inspired actions? And you always get the number. Your heart will always get, give you the number of actions if you ask it. Okay. And, and whatever it is, two or one, and what is it? And it might, be, it might be simple. It might be practice gratitude or it might be drink more water. You never know. Whatever it is, you do what you get. You do what you get. So I think sometimes people get tripped up in the how am I going to achieve that? Yeah, it's just small steps. It's just small steps and keeping aligned. And, 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 and also having, uh, you know, with, with what I, with, for me, what I did back then, I also had created a vision board of, you know, the different images. And so I connected it into that as well. That was in the background. But it, 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 it's an, it's an, it's that it, what is key is the 100% alignment and trust and allowing that it's unfolding. Yeah. I would also go a step further and say <laughs> that it's already there. Well, that's so true because if we talk about um, timelines and that sort of thing, which are, which I know I've been spoken about, it's already it's already there. And this is where gratitude comes in. Gratitude, playing gratitude, practicing gratitude, is is as it's already happened. I'm so grateful for my beautiful home. I'm so grateful for the money that continually flows into my experience. I'm so grateful for how well and vital I feel. It's already here. I should write that down. That sounds awesome. <laughs> and gratitude, when yeah. you feel it, feeling it in that feeling state, you know, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful for my beautiful home. You know, it, it, there's an energy, there's a frequency. It's it, gratitude and love. Uh, the highest frequencies to, to bring yourself into and then you're drawing those frequencies in. We're all connected by love, mm. you know, and that great gratitude for what is as if it's already here. It is already here when you're in gratitude. Mm. I love the way you explain it. And 
the love and the gratitude, but I also wanted to touch on uh, manifesting abundance and you are the abundance activator. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So the majority of your thoughts and beliefs are spent on um, positive thoughts what happens when we t- tend to have fear and doubt? What what happens? Well, we all we're all going to manifest, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all going to have fear and fear and doubt, and we're all going to have the chatter monkey mind going on. That's the human condition, sadly. You know, okay. it's just what we chose here to come yeah. and experience it. And as Abraham Hicks calls it, they, it's the contrast. They call it contrast. And without contrast, how would we know what we what we truly wanted? You know, so um, uh, so yes, we are going to experience that, and. Um, the, the the thing with that is to bring bringing your awareness to what's actually going on, bringing your awareness. Okay, what's playing out for me? What am I? What am I thinking about? What am I? How? What am I? What am I? Where is my chatter monkey mind taking me? There's a beautiful process that we use. Is we use, um, and this is William White Cloud's teachings. Actually, the original work I did was we we connect connect into what what we want the vision of what we want, mm. you know, that you might want to bring forth a beautiful home. What does that look like? Expanding, getting as much information around what you're imagining being there as if it's already happened, as if it's already happened. You get your vision. Then you look at, well, where am I at in relation to that vision? Where am I at? Really get honest with what's, what's here now. How am I feeling? Do I really believe that I'm worthy of that beautiful home? Do I believe that I am, uh, um, I'm going to have that home or am I wavering on it? Am I doubting it? You know, the more you can face into what's going on in current reality, the more you own up to what's actually going on, the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. So it's facing into what's actually going on. Whereas what happens is when we've got icky stuff going on, fear, doubt, whatever, we want to push it away. We want to push it away. Well, guess what? What you resist persists. Oh no! <laughs> so, so facing into it and facing into it, and so what you know, I do with my clients is is we 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 go in and feel where where are you holding on to that in your body? You go and really face into where it's being held and really look at it and look at it. Okay, is it ready to be released? Is it ready to be released? And then we'll create space to release it, release it because facing into it, and you've got a platform to move forward. And then from that, what's happened is you've got your starting point. You've got where you are now and where you want to go. There's tension, right? There's tension. And tension always wants to resolve itself, always wants to resolve itself. And so how we resolve it is it's, it's good to sit in tension for a while because it builds it up and builds it up. And do I really want to stay here? Do I really want to stay here in limitation, lack and limitation? Or, 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 do, or do I really want to go for this, this thing that I'd really love? Okay, what do I need to do? What, what do I need to do to start moving forward? And that's where you bring in your intuition connect into your heart how many inspired actions are there for me to take to start moving me forward to start moving me forward and then before you know it that tension starting to resolve itself and once you start making those steps start, once you start taking action that's when things will start happening people the right person will show up the right opportunity will show up the inspired idea will come in things will start showing up to lead you to, to lead you to where you're going the flip side of that is when if the doubt and the fear or the resistance kicks back in, it can send you back off track. So it's about bringing your full awareness to, to what's actually going on. Mm. Um, the other way to, to, to work with that is loving your shadow, loving your, um, that part of you, you know, loving your, the fear, 
loving that aspect of you because the more the more you can love and have compassion for yourself the more you'll actually you're accepting yourself the more you're loving yourself and the more you move back into that very high frequency of love of love moving back into freedom moving back into what you truly love to be creating how wonderful i feel so calm speaking to you (laughs) um and you explained that really really well so not i mean you've got wonderful offerings on your website for everyone. I'll put them in the show notes, but not only um, do you provide sort of a roadmap for people to find abundance, you actually energetically activate. Uh, yes, I do. So that is so, abundance. Yeah. So that, that's where the, you know, the, the, well, even now, you know, I've been speaking about karma. That's is, is some of that information is just coming through me, you know, mm-hmm. and so there's a frequency that's coming, coming through. Um, and that also the sound that comes through helps that. And we really help, you know, we, we really work with it. We're all energy, you know, we're all I can energy. feel it. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. So much fun playing with it. So yeah. um, if you don't mind, I just love, love to talk about your channeling with Master Katumi. Master Katumi. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, you know, I've done a bit of, quite a bit of research and study on channeling and some people go into, you know, great detail and meditative states for hours and activate their chakras and someone might come through but for you it just seems to happen wonderfully quickly well the, the <laughs> light language incredible is, guide <laughs> the light language is easy it is is like on tap it's very easy master katima i still have to get out of the way for for that sound to come through, for that frequency for his frequency to come through mm, but mm, mm, we'll see if he's coming through here for you mm. Oh, we're very happy to be here. And what we would love to say to your listeners is the the key here is to create space for presence, for presence. Hmm. The more the more you create space for presence, the more freedom you will have. You see, everything is available to you through presence, through creating space through through presence. You see, you only have the present moment. But everything is, in fact, available from the present moment. And we want you to create space to tap into the present moment. Now, you can practice meditation, but the present moment is here regardless. So the more you give yourself space, the more you connect into the present moment, the more that is available to you. The answers, the inspiration, the guidance, it is all here through presence. So we want to remind you of that. And we want you to give yourself space for that place of presence, of presence. Mm. Mm. Do you have any questions? Mm. Mm. Um, Yes, I I guess since this is a show about passion and I usually, I'm going to ask Master Katumi, thank you. If people are looking to live a passionate life, what would you suggest? Oh, we want everyone to live a passionate life. We want everyone to live a passionate life. It is so important. It is why you came. It is why you came to have this human experience. So yes, find what lights you up. Find what gives you joy. The more you, you practice living your lives joyfully, passionately, the more on purpose you are. You see, you all came here with unique gifts, with unique reason, 
And we want you to all have that experience. So what lights you up? Move towards what lights you up. Hmm? Yes. So what you are doing here, you know, talking about passionate people, activating people to think about what is what their passion is, is so very important. But it is not spoken of enough. It is not spoken of enough. So we encourage you to keep having these conversations. They are very important. Very important. Hmm. Thank you very much. <sighs> Beautiful message. Do you uh, remember the messages that come through you? Uh, now, at the moment, most of that, yes, but but it'll go, <laughs> sadly. <laughs> so, so yes, it's um, uh, yeah, it'll. And I, you know, I still have to use my consciousness to decipher things. So, I don't, uh, you know, he doesn't talk. You know, we don't get out of. Well, there's been some things that I've sort of been quite astounded by mm -hmm. um, that have been said. Um, but I still have to decipher. I st it still comes through my consciousness to, to decipher what's being said, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. I mean, I, because I've done a lot of research on channeling. So you're thinking the thought and then you're speaking it. Yeah, it's coming through. It's, 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 it's not automatic. It's, yeah, it's, it's, well, it is automatic because it just comes. Mm. Um, but I've still, it's still got to be with something that I can language, if you know what I mean. It's, of course. It's got to, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas the light language, well, that's not, it's, I can't make, it, it, there's no deciphering going on. I can, I, I tune in on what's being said and I get, and I can translate some messages at times, but, um, the, the rational mind cannot, um, you know, com compute what's going on yes. other than, you know, I can translate, you know, what I'm sensing and intuiting is coming through and, and I'll get messages that will come through specifically to people at times. Which is not from Master Katumi. Not from Master Katumi. So the the light language comes from well, from galactic source, beings of light, light uh, beings of love and light, um, galactic beings of love and light, they say. Um, yeah, so... Wow, incredible. <laughs> I guess... Um... On a couple of final notes, is there anything else you'd like to share with our audience? Oh, look, I mean, I think if we if we tap back into what Master Katumi just said about um, uh, presence, mm. you know, um, you don't have to meditate and sit on a cushion to 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 get present. What gives whatever gives you joy, um, whatever lights you up, yeah, is is a key indicator of where you where, what to be doing you know um and the someone might be might love dancing now they might not be going to make a career out of dancing right but the dancing can lead into uh, creating space for intuition or information and if you if you started if you went into something that gives you takes you into the state of joy whatever it is it could be watching a, the footy Right, could be just watching the footy, and you might love that because you go into that state of presence. You're watching the game, and it's just amazing, and you're in that real present moment. But if you set an intention before you go into something that gives you joy, you might want an answer to something, or you want you might want clarity, or you might want to connect into, 
oh, I'd love to just see an expanded vision of what I'm to do. I want to find out more information. I'm choosing to find out more information about my purpose. Mm. You set an intention because it's powerful, powerful when you set intention. And you will get some information. You'll get some information. You'll get guidance. Um, because you're going into that state of presence. You're out of your rational mind. You're out of all the chatter monkey. You're in that moment of being in the joy and the presence of what you're, what you're actually loving. And that's really powerful. So the more doing more things that give you joy, whatever they are, whatever's right for you, is key. <laughs> Beautiful. Or I, I guess as Joseph Campbell said, follow your bliss. Follow your bliss. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have any light language for our audience? Is anything coming through? Mm. Well, this is um, this is this podcast is about passion, right? Mm. This po- podcast is about uh, activating your passion, connecting with your soul's purpose, connecting with your soul's purpose, doing what you love. You see, following more, your bliss, following your bliss. The more of you that are. Uh, following your bliss the more of you that are on purpose the more of you that are on joy and joy the more you're actually shifting the collective frequency the collective vibration activating it activating yeah. it shifting it sh- shifting it out of the low frequency low vibe stuff into the high vibe stuff so the more of you the more of you that are operating in this way that there's such power in that so we'll bring through some sound and um we will bring it through some sound and just if your listeners just bring their awareness to their hearts, bring, bring your awareness to your hearts and just perhaps put your hand on your heart, put your hand on your heart, your beautiful heart. Cause your heart is connected to all your heart connects you to each other and your heart has all the information. And if you bring your awareness to your heart and there's a center point in the heart, there's a center point in the heart and this sound that wants to come through, is for that, to really open that up, to open your heart up even more than it has been before, to open your heart up more than it has been before, to tap into higher states of uh, your passion, of your bliss, of your joy. And actually, if you set an intention before this sound comes through, set an intention, if there's something that you'd love to see, something you'd love to activate, something you'd love to experience just ask for that to be brought into to to be brought forth and use an i choose statement or an i am statement an i choose statement or an i am statement do that now do that now and bringing your with your awareness on your heart Hia halo kumu kuhai. Hia makaya hakaya kumu kuhai. Hia kai kai kuya kumu kuhai. Hia mahale he keke kuya makaya. Hia kai kai. Hia kai kai. Hia kai kai. Humu kuya. Humu kuya. Humu kuya. It is done. It is done. It is done. And so it is. And so be it. And we're just taking a beautiful deep breath in. And breath out. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That was amazing. (laughs) You're amazing. I'm so honoured to have you on this show, Jason. (laughs) 
Oh, my pleasure. It's been lots and lots of fun. What a beautiful activation at the end. I love, love, love it. And I hope it permeates to all our viewers or listeners. Yeah, wonderful. So thank you so much for being on Passion Harvest. My pleasure. My absolute pleasure. And for anyone that is looking to connect with Jason, all his details will be in the show notes. So please contact him. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Louisa. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like to know more, follow Passion Harvest on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you are living your passions. Please subscribe to our podcast and please rate and review it. Share it with a friend and inspire them to develop their passion. Goodbye and until next time, keep spreading that passion.